Well, hey, listeners, this is Kim Honeycutt, and I am the founder and Presidente of ICU Talks. We are a mental health speaking ministry. So glad you're catching our podcast and being part of another avenue that God gave us to end the mental health stigma. I'm here with some friends, some people in the top 10 of friendship. Hey. Hey, that was Kristen Young. <laughs> Say hi to the people. Hey, the people. The people. How you doing, y'all? <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> also, we got another friend here. Danielle. And Danielle is one of our board members for ICU Talks. And really excited, part of why we gathered today, we're doing a special podcast today because we got Tia up in the house. <laughs> up in the so, house. So will you take a second, please, my dear, and introduce yourself. Hello, I am Tia McNelly, and I met Kim many years ago over at Mosaic Church, and I have new friends in you all today. So oh, yeah, that's to right. See yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I grew up in Charlotte. And believe it or not, I'm one of the original Charlotteans, which I take a lot of pride in yeah, these days. You don't so. find that often. No, I know. I take a lot of pride in that. Uh, Myers Park 98. Hey, Myers Park. Mustangs. That's money, people. That's money. I Rob. was I was busting, to be clear. <laughs> That's right. I just want to be really clear about that. Um, yeah, so I had, you know, like a kind of a tumultuous, tumultuous childhood. Mm. It was kind of kind of tough with a rough divorce. Went buck wild in college um had an unplanned pregnancy ended up um marrying an incredible man and we have another daughter and we live in the lake norman area now and for the last decade i worked for a nonprofit in rural kenya and so that's very much a huge part of my life and where my heart is but god called me out of that to start my own ministries right a couple of years ago and so now I'm a writer, speaker, coach, and I have a business-shaped ministry called Collected. And we do workshops and retreats, and we also have a podcast. Yeah, actually, you've got, awesome. a, you've got an own fire podcast. <laughs> like, really, honestly, one, because I was on it. Let's be clear, Mostly. People. Hello. If it wasn't for you, I don't know where we'd be. <laughs> the rest of the people wouldn't have come on. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but you've had some really, not me, but big names, people who are really hearing about what you're doing and, and knowing through that podcast that you're... You're doing what we're doing. Like you're teaching people how do you be your best self? Yes. And be real. And this Christian thing is messy. Totally. And that we we need to be equipped. And yes. you've got your av- your podcast is a great avenue to Thank equip people. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. It's so much fun. Yeah, you're doing a great stuff with that. I right? love how we've kind of like realized th- there were a few times where we've kind of like fangirled a little bit about different people. Totally. Oh, it's, yeah, Kim, mostly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? That was unsolicited. Giggle, girl, little girl giggle face right now. Um, but we realized, like, there really should be no famous Christians. That's right. There and it's been so cool for us to kind of talk with the people that we bring on the show and hear their feedback about their experience and how how it is to be interviewed. Now I know, like, my stomach's fluttering now, the one on the, this side of the on table. Side, yeah. yeah, it's very, it's it's intimidating. Um, and there's a lot of growth that happens even in the people that we interview. And so that just reminds us that we're all constantly growing, improving, learning, right. and digging deeper. So None of yeah. us know what we're doing. No. We no. are all, like we just said, making it's, things up as we go yeah, along. Right. right. Yeah. I, so tell me a little bit, because God gave you a vision about Collected, because yeah. Collected is a, a camp for, for girls. Well, that's totally secondary. That right. was an accident. Okay. Yeah. A so, godly accident. I was going to Totally. Say. Right. Yeah. Not an accident. It's like, a, it's like an un- <laughs> unplanned pregnancy. Okay. Honestly, it was. Right. <laughs> this whole thing was an unplanned pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so Collected was birthed from this burning in me for people to get to know who they really are in Christ. 
and to understand that they were made with a purpose. I had people coming to me a lot saying like, how did you end up doing what you're doing when I was working in rural Kenya? Um, and I'm like, honestly, this was just like saying yes to one thing after another, not really knowing where it was going, but just continuing to be open and say yes. Right. And so I realized that there's like a hunger in believers to push back fear mm. and to be courageous enough to step into the things that God calls them to. And so I'm like, well, if we're going to do that first, we have to know who we are. Like we have to understand what our true identity is if we're going to be able to walk in our true purpose. And we have to understand that we all follow the same calling, which is the gospel. And um, that was that was a big thing for me to come to terms with, too, because I always kind of, I, well, I never thought of myself as an evangelist. Right. But through this process of growing this, this ministry called Collected, um, I've realized that, honestly, until people understand um, that Jesus is their Savior and they see the Father for who he really is and understand his love for them, they can't even see who they are. They, you can't know your identity until you've seen Christ and understand the Father's love. That's yeah. right. And so um, so my vision really in the, in the beginning was just for women, and then the men were like, can we get in on that? Because that's good. We like that. So um, we were in the, in the beginning getting together with groups of women and taking them through this like process of discovery and worship and um, creative risk-taking. We have found there's so much valuable in pushing people to be creative and to recognize creativity as their birthright because I think some people are like, there's not a creative bone in my body. I'm mm -hmm. like, actually, every bone in your right. body is creative. Right, because right? they were created yeah, by the good. creator. Exactly. Right. So um, it's really interesting to watch people take those risks. And what we want them to understand is that when you do take those risks, it helps you be prepared to say yes when God calls you into something that's uncomfortable again yeah. so yeah that's that's collected. so interesting to me that makes me think of like I don't think I don't I would never list creative as like if I was describing myself to someone but I think that we're learned we're, we're taught that right because mm -hmm. like I do a bad art picture in school and they're like no that's bad so I'm like okay I'm not going to take any more art classes right so we're like geared towards that way so that's really cool that you're yeah and and we just we just had um CJ Cassiota on the podcast he, that episode dropped a few weeks ago and he has a book called get weird and he talks all about creativity and that at some point along the way somebody told you yeah you're not a good artist and therefore you're not creative yeah. and maybe that was you mm -hmm. that told you that we don't know could have been a grown-up that just maybe didn't give you enough praise for your effort yep. who knows but um but it's really it's the it's the things in us that make us weird and different that bring out the best in us absolutely that's that unique design that's on each of our souls mm -hmm. that allows us to shine and to fulfill our unique purpose within the kingdom yeah 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 and i think that's why because even listen to your example danielle is like that we get shamed we get told mm -hmm. to to because the enemy is going to use anybody in your life to keep you from going to that creativity because then we just fit in and we'll That's settle true. for that, mm -hmm. right, when we're called to show that we belong to God, and we'll just fit in. And so, I, I, Kristen, I think that's one thing that you're, you've been able to figure out is how do you just belong? How do you just go do your thing and, and be you? Yeah, I, I keep getting the word confidence Love just it. listening to you, and that's really what it is, is finding that. Obviously, you have to know who you are in Jesus and who God made you to be. But, yeah, figuring out, like, like my creative, I can't dance I've said that forever but I like dancing and so now I'm just confident in I know it doesn't look good but like this is fun yes. you know yeah. and so who cares and if people are gonna laugh at me 
so be it. But like, whatever. Great. We'll laugh together. Yeah. And so I think <laughs> a lot of it too is just figuring out, like, I love that the title of that book is Get Weird. Like, Isn't I that great? You should check it out. But yeah. just whatever, finding confidence, just being confident in the thing and not having to fit in and not having to yeah. because be, oh, an artist yes, or whatever. judgment doesn't define you. Yeah. You're I'm confident in my right. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and creativity doesn't have to be artistic. I think that's what we, we tend to forget. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to make a visual a piece of visual art or music or you know it doesn't have to be artistic for me one of my favorite creative outlets is spreadsheeting I use that example all I know that's that's ridiculous but it's it's like I love getting a business idea and throwing it into a model and working the formulas and you know like that's that's creative fun to me I and that, that sounds so nerdy Excel as I say it out loud. You're talking about Excel, right? Like yeah. VLOOKUPS. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I to do all that. <laughs> Kristen, you and I are out. Like Danielle and like, Leah are besties right now. I can pick a different lipstick color and I like to write. So those are my creative things. Well, and it's funny too because I studied an artistic field. I studied architectural interior design in school before I got pregnant. Um, I was about to graduate and, and go into like sustainable development, but... I, I didn't really excel at that. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't the visual presentation really wasn't my thing, but making a comfortable, aesthetically pleasing space where people can feel comfortable that, that I still get into. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, so amazing. I don't know your whole story, Yeah. but you said when you're introducing yourself, you said that you had a crazy chaotic yeah. college and then you went to Kenya next. So like it's very extreme. It like is. How, what happened in between <laughs> <laughs> to go from like yeah. connect the dots. So <laughs> the progression was I, like I said, I was almost finished with, with college and I got pregnant, moved back home to Charlotte and lived with my mom who embraced me. My church embraced me. Forest Hill Church in Charlotte changed my life. They were incredible. That's my home church um, from, from when I was growing up. And my mom allowed me to live with her while I went to nursing school. So I went to nursing school during the day, worked at night in the pharmacy in the hospital where my nursing school was, and um, finished in about two years. And right before I graduated, a friend of mine um, connected with this guy on Match.com, and like a month later they were engaged, and I was like, okay, I gotta try this, this sounds good. (laughs) But I hadn't dated or really thought about men since then because the minute I found out I was pregnant, I started walking really closely with God. He spoke to me like I heard his voice for the first time in my life. And um, and I feel like that was that was when I received the Holy Spirit in full um, and really wanted everything of God. I've, you know, I've craved more and more of him since then. But so um, I met my husband on match. We went from met to married in six months. Wow. So after two months of dating, we got engaged. I need then- to join match. I'm going to do that tonight when I get home. Don't <laughs> act like you haven't already done that. <laughs> Good try. This was also 2004. (laughs) Things were really different back then. And it was frowned upon. I was very afraid to tell my mom about it. And I was only 24 years old. And I didn't have the best decision-making track record at that point. So it was was a little sketchy, but it did work out. And my husband has redeemed so much of my understanding of what men can be, Mm -hmm. of what a father is. Um, and, and really beginning to understand the father's love for me as well. Um, and so he and I have been married a little over 14 years now. And my first daughter is 16 and our second daughter is 13. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, when, let's see, so I worked as a nurse for five years. I decided to stay home with our youngest when, um, when she was in preschool 
And the t- the during the two weeks that I put in my notice at the hospital to quit working, I came down with rheumatoid arthritis. Wow. And it, it, was, it was no coincidence, we know that, but it just so happened that that timing lined up that, thank God, I wasn't trying to manage working as a nurse yeah. and figuring out this disease process, which is now under control. Um, thank God. Awesome. Um, and so um, shortly after everything kind of leveled out from figuring out RA, we found out that my sister's, I mean, I'm sorry, my husband's sister had leukemia. And so having been a nurse, I went and helped her through a couple rounds of chemo. We would go, they live in California. So we didn't really know them very well because we'd only been married a short time and being on the on opposite sides of the country, we didn't know each other. Well, through the process of getting to know them over the, those few years, um, I learned that they, they did something in Kenya. That's all I knew. Like, I didn't really have any... Something. They went there and they, did something. They did the Africa. Is like basically <laughs> my... That's all I knew. And so, I mean, I couldn't have pointed out Kenya on a map. I was 28 years old when I first learned about it. And um, as soon as I really got a grasp on how differently the people live, I my heart was broken. Everything changed. I had a moment under a live oak tree in the back of my, my in-laws house. And, um, God was like, this is, this is what you're about now. This is the work I have for you. So I dove in head first. I helped, um, an organization called the Kilgore's project, which was started by my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, um, helped them start up the health arm of that organization. Cause at the time they were only doing education for preschool and primary school students, but you can't teach hungry, sick kids. Yeah. yeah. So we got nutrition and well checks. So did your husband go willingly as well? Or no. Okay. <laughs> Which was interesting. He, it took me a couple of years to talk him into it. And, um, and as, as things rolled along, he, he did come with the kids. The kids are coming back for the fourth time this summer. Um, I've, this will be my 18th trip at the wow. end of the summer in 10 years. Um, and it's, and it's been a wild ride. I've done a lot of different stuff there, really focused in on sustainability the last few years of, of my time working there. Um, and now I've helped start a new organization that's tackling unplanned pregnancy in the same village where we've been working all along. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of the progression of how all that happened. Yeah. Yeah. But my husband's into it now. It's just not like his thing. It's my thing, which is interesting because it's his family. Yeah. that's all right. Very but what cool. he's into is arresting people. Not actually. It's not his thing? I thought that was his thing. <laughs> he hates he hates arresting people. But he, he hates giving a ticket. Is he not a detective? <laughs> he's like, a captain in <laughs> yeah. Charlotte. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure he's a big deal. <laughs> well, I don't know if he would want that said, but he's <laughs> he's a humble big deal. Well, anybody that protects me in this country yeah. is a big deal to me. He's I a big deal to me. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does good so work. So if I get pulled over, I can use that. No. Like, I know his wife. No. I'll say I, I can use that, but yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. You can barely, <laughs> you can barely <laughs> use that. It's true. Right. And I and I try to not need it. <laughs> it's like trying to get compassion for a hurt to, from a nurse or somebody in the medical field. You won't get yeah. it. It's the yeah. same kind of philosophy. Oh, now that I haven't yeah. been practicing for 10 years, I'm yeah. such a softie. But now, but when I talk to medical professionals, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I, like, is your arm falling off? Because if not, don't talk to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Yeah, I'm good. Right. It's that kind of philosophy when you're a police officer officer like uh it's it's just a ticket you're fine he's everybody's personal cop it's pretty funny right (laughs) (laughs) i want to go back to the collected yes when you were talking about grouping the women together yes 
Because that's my thing right now. I'm all about, I have not liked women my entire life. Me neither. What? Stop. I <laughs> love women. I friends. think we're the best. I do. I think we're just good people. For years. I don't what know ev. why. Whatever. And, and God has It was been, women's ministry that no, got me. No, I just me. didn't like women at all. You yeah. got bullied. Well, you got yes. ostracized. So. But, and so, so I've been arguing with God, and he's like, hey, women. And I said, no, thank you. And we just wow. had this back and forth for a while until finally I said, fine, okay, I'll try it. Um, like you had a chance of winning that like, one. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now I have a whole blog for women and I'm, the whole thing. But, so I'm really intrigued by this. Yeah. Bringing women together. Yeah. You said it was a process. And it obviously was. you can't tell us the whole entire process. Yeah. But can you give our listeners something that like mm-hmm. they can do? Something so it, to help them find who they are and be empowered? Oh, yeah, totally. First of all, read your Bible. Like if you, if you yes. want to know something about who you are, you're made in God's image. So learn who God is. Read your Bible. That's obviously yep. stop right. one. Um, and for that, like, sometimes you got to get really granular, granular with people and say, like, maybe you need a study Bible and read in the very beginning in the, when you open the first pages of the book, how the, how your study Bible works. That's step one to me. Yeah. And pray for God to reveal to you who you are. Um, something that I tell people is if you look at your life for, for past victories, like if you, um, start to recognize maybe people come to you for this type of advice and it works every time. Or you've been able to pray for breakthrough over addiction for people or physical healing for people. Or um, you really connect with this culture that's not yours, that's not your original culture. You're going to see places where God has used you repeatedly for his purposes. A pattern, yeah, yeah, a victory. And that often can reveal your purpose. But if you want to know who you are, I always go to Colossians um, 3.12, which basically says that you are chosen, holy, and dearly loved. So if you dig in on those three things, first of all, you're chosen, you're wanted, you're desired, and you're loved on like, like an adopted baby. That's exactly what we are. We're his adopted babies. Um, we're holy, and we don't have to act holy to be holy. We just are holy. Right. Yeah. Behavior follows identity, not the other way around. And I think that's something that the church gets wrong in a lot of places where we get a little bit legalistic and we yes. say, right. if you don't act this way, yeah. then you clearly aren't a Christian. You right. are what you do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's very disturbing to me. Right, because that is not the Bible at all. No, ma'am, it is not. It is not. And it's a holy discontent for me. It pisses yes. me off, yes. to be honest. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of on, on a little bit of a, a like anti-legalism bent right now oh, from right. just some things that I've witnessed. And, um, and anyway, so, and then, um, so like I said, you're chosen, you're holy. By default, because you are his, because you believe you are holy, and you're dearly loved. I think about the way that I love my kids and there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. Yeah. You know, there's nothing I wouldn't give them that they need or even desire if it's good for them. And I know what's good for them. They right. may not, but I do. And so when I think of God loving us like that, dearly loving us, that's those three things just give me the foundation of who I am and how I can walk confidently to, to mm-hmm. kind of bounce on that word um, in my identity as his. I, I belong that. to him. And I love, I love the idea of looking for patterns too, because yeah. as somebody who's like, like for me, a takeaway is what can I, I'm an Enneagram three. I need me to, too, me too. We should so be friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, Danielle. Oh, no. Hey. You just I lost your in. bestie. I know. You lost your bestie. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So we'll meet up in a minute and we'll switch numbers. Okay. Um, but for me, I need a takeaway. I need to perform. I need a takeaway. I need yep. an action. I need something to do. So I love even that idea of like somebody right now going, cool, cool, cool. Read a Bible verse. Got it. Yeah. But also, I can tangibly yeah. sit down, 
think of things that I've done, write it out. Yep. You know, and, and it, it's a an action. So it's something that I can do to take a step and say, I'm trying to find out who I am. Yes. This is what I can do. So a that. huge part of Collected is is reflection, evaluation, and setting intentions. So we, we give space for that at every Collected workshop and retreat. We want people to do exactly what you just said, but we do it in a way that looks at every aspect of our being. So heart, mind, body, and spirit. And the way that we define that is like, those are the, the four ways that our souls interact with the environment around us. So our mind is our thoughts, our heart is our emotions, our body obviously is like our senses, and then our spirit is the supernatural. So how we experience the supernatural and tap in to Holy Spirit and what Holy Spirit's doing. And so we break down like these are these are this is how things are going in each of these four expressions of my soul in the world. And then we go back and we evaluate, okay, how was it going? How could it be better? What could I change? What could I do? What could I step into? What needs to go away? Um, and then we set intentions around that. And then we even break it down to, okay, what are the first baby step three things that you can do today? Is it something you Google? Is it a book you need to read? Is it a phone call you need to make? Do you need to set up a coffee? Is like a lie to stop believing? Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. That's, the that's one of the good. Biggest things. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. What, what lie that's born from fear are you believing? Because I know people, good people always raised in the church, who the idea of reading their Bible, they can't get there. Yes. But they can listen to a podcast mm -hmm. about a scripture. Mm -hmm. They can listen to collective podcasts. They can mm -hmm. read your blog. Mm -hmm. Like some people can't even start there because they feel they believe the lies of the enemy for so long. That's so It's a life of deserving and they don't deserve such a good God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so even we can twist religion in so many different ways mm -hmm. that it's no longer about a personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Right? It's about earning. Yeah. And that's dangerous. And there's nothing we have to do to earn his love. Absolutely nothing. It's yeah. not based on me. Praise mm. God. Yes. Because I mess things up <laughs> beyond right. comprehension. And Courtney, it's not based on what we do yeah. for him either. And that's something that's been really hard for me to kind of get my head around. Like, I don't have to please him. I want to, but he's not going to stop loving me if I don't perform right. or produce. So, yeah, that can be a challenge for a three. Yeah. On the Enneagram. Say By yes. the way, the Collective Podcast is about to drop a two-part series overview of the Enneagram. So oh, you guys good. need to check that out because yeah. if we're talking about numbers and you don't know what we mean... Well, that let me can help let you. me just say this. Let me show, <laughs> you can guess my number by the fact that Mosaic Church, my church, is is bringing in Enneagram coaches on July 25th to to come in and do a couples retreat. Well, guess what? I'm, I'm single. I'm single. I'm single, and I'm going. Mm -hmm. I already I got wanna, VIP. I'll be a couple. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I already found somebody to go with me, but oh. I I've got two tickets, VIP tickets. So what Enneagram am I if I did that? Uh, two? No. Twos are codependent. Two's are codependent. Two I, I eat twos and nines for breakfast. So you're an eight. She's I'm an eight. eight. Yeah. I'm an eight. Eights are the worst. <laughs> I love us eights. I don't take yeah. nothing. Eights get a bad rap. Right. They, they do. They do. It means it means that I'm aware of what I want. Yeah. And so I don't need your permission to go there. And so I, it's a couples retreat. I don't care. I want to learn and I want to use it to help other people. So I'm going. That's amazing, and I love that. Willow's going with me, Danielle. That's why you can't. You can go. I just she's you my go. date. She's married with four kids. So we're coming as a as a married couple. Damn. That is amazing. Just not married to each other. My 16-year-old would love to go with you. She's obsessed with go. the Enneagram. Look. We see, I have a date. You have a new friend now. You're not supposed to type adolescence because they're all over the place. Oh, yes. But that child is a six. It's so obvious. Yeah. Like, right. she's as six as they come. 
<laughs> and, and my other one's a seven. Right. Clear as day. And so for those who don't know what Enneagram is, uh, as a psychotherapist, I'm not a fan of personality tests because people like me have 20 different voices within us. <laughs> and so it depends on who shows up that day. Yep. The Enneagram is very much proven. It's very solid. And what I really like about it is, is not only does it tell you who you are when you're well, it tells you who you are when you're diseased and tells you how you interact with other numbers. And it does such a good job of explaining about, as an eight, I can really get it mm -hmm. that Christ died for me. Mm -hmm. A two has a hard time digesting that they're worthy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he did it for me. And two is like, oh, never. I would never be worthy. Mm -hmm. I was Right? So it's just, yeah. Yeah. when you understand that, it helps you let, interact with people without expecting something from them that they aren't Can't able to give. do. Can't give. Right. Yeah. It lets your expectations be realistic. There's this book, um, The Attachments, for, like Four Attachments. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, the attachments. There's secure attachment, mm -hmm. there's um, ambivalent or anxious attachment, there's avoiding attachment, and there's disorganized. Yes. I was raised disorganized attachment, mm -hmm. and today I have what's called secure disorganized attachment. Oh, I didn't know you could combo deal it. Well, it's combo Sweet. because I worked hard to have secure attachment. Yeah. But when I get disease, I go into disorganized. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. And so the best, most simple non-clinical book out there is called Attached by Peter Levine, Dr. Peter Levine. So if you're interested in finding out your attachment style, I would suggest that you check that out. So my husband and I are both like doing our work right now. Yeah. And we are finding that, that the attachments line up with the Enneagram. Yes like insanely Crazy. yes I was shocked I was like see psychotherapist <laughs> it's a thing because <laughs> we've definitely talked to some that are like eh because personality it's, it's right. a shifting right. thing I think yeah. anything that gives someone else a tool yeah because when you take a take the Enneagram test online you can go to your Enneagram and you take it and you read it it's non-threatening if I told you your number Oh, yeah. You can't receive it. Mm -mm. Right? When I didn't even want to receive my number, I fought being a three for a long really? time. Three's a good I number. I didn't want to be vain. I didn't want to worry about it. Like, oh, girl, I knew I was. I mistyped <laughs> as a two, and I was like, uh, I kind of feel this. And then I read the three. I was like, mm hmm, yep, that's me. That's, oh, uh, I didn't like it. All the things. Hilarious. <laughs> so I was like, this test is wrong. This is what I am. Right? That's funny. You're hilarious. So. <laughs> So part of why T has been uh, one of our speakers for ICU Talks, and so if you want to go on YouTube and, and put her name in, Tia McNeely, you can McNally, check. McNeely, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Did I say that wrong? It's still there. One E, two L's. It's an important thing if you really want to do find the talk. Yeah. Yeah. I really want you all to find the talk. This is a great <laughs> talk and, and learn a little bit more about her. Um, but also part of why you want you to come back is that I love when people have progression in their life mm -hmm. right the enemy wants us stagnant the enemy wants us walking in a you know in a circle around the promised land and you stepped into your promised land mm -hmm. and so just before we wrap up i want people to be really clear of where to go what to look for yeah. when it comes to your podcast and everything else you're doing okay so you can find my home on the interwebs at tiamcnelly.com and if you want to find collected we're at collectedworkshops.com and there are links to everything that Collected does right there on that website. But um, if you go to Instagram, you can find me at Tia McNelly Notes and at Collected Workshops. And that's the best way to kind of get connected to what we're doing. Please know if you are interested in having a Collected Workshop in your community, email me. Hello at CollectedWorkshops.com. We are so excited to come in anywhere. It could be a business. It could be a ministry. It could be a church. 
Um, and we can host anywhere from 15 to 500 people. Yeah. So, well, you host us, actually. You bring right. us in. and We bring the content. We bring the supplies. We bring everything you need. Um, and we're eager to do that. You can also find information about my coaching services. If there's something that you've been dreaming to do um, in your life that you know God's called you to and you have no idea where to start, I'm an expert at figuring things out. I will help you. We will create a path and we will make a plan for you to be able to start walking in the calling that God's placed on your life at tmagnelli.com slash coaching. So good. Awesome. That's my so stuff. Good. Yeah. 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 So thank everybody for listening, being a part of this. As you can tell, listen to us. We're just real people, just authentic. And this just went organically. We're, we didn't have any questions written down. Yeah, we just went. We just go where yeah. it is. I like to, to talk, so that made it easy. <laughs> <laughs> You're an easy podcast date is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. So y'all, thank you again for listening. And uh, we're just so excited about what's next in Tia's life and also what ICU Talks is doing. If you need resources, if you need to know more about us, we ask you to go to icutalks.org. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.